Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Last week, we discovered how there was those who demanded a sign, and Jesus became that sign. Even when they couldn't believe in him, he urged them to choose to believe in the work that he did, as he did the work of God the Father. There were those who sought the miracles, yet not the miracle giver. Those who declared war on God and deceived the people. And there were those who were genuinely searching for the truth. Yet in amongst it all, God is always working. He is continually reaching down from heaven into our world in ways that each individual can understand. So today, we will continue to journey with Jesus at the time when he walked the earth as a man, to the time when great multitudes followed him because they saw the signs he performed. He healed the sick, cast out demons, and spoke with authority and wisdom. Over 5,000 had gathered around him and listened to his words, for they were filled with light and life. It had been a very long day, and everyone was hungry. Jesus had compassion on the people. There was no food, except for five barley loaves and two small fish that a boy had given to Jesus' disciples. Jesus took this small amount of food that was given, held it in his hands, and blessed it. He then gave them to his disciples. He gave it to them for them to give to the people. So one by one they did. They gave it all out, till all were fed. As nothing with God is wasted or lost, the leftovers were gathered up and they filled twelve baskets full. Then the following day, Jesus had crossed over the sea and went to Capernaum. The people followed him there and asked, Rabbi, when did you come here? Let us pick up the story at this point and listen to what Jesus says to the people. John chapter 6 verses 26 to 27 Jesus answered them and said, Most assuredly I say to you, you seek me, not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Do not labour for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. Jesus reveals the heart of God the Father and speaks to them right where they're at in a way they will understand. They seek him because they were filled in their bellies. Jesus, knowing their heart, continues to speak to them so that they can understand 
so that they can believe and receive. He urges them to work for the eternal food which endures to everlasting life. This everlasting life is a gift from God the Father, through Jesus the Son. It cannot be earned or deserved, as it is the greatest gift of all, the gift of God himself to us. The text states God the Father has put his seal on the Son of Man. The Son of Man is Jesus, the Son of God who became one of us. He was sent from the heart of the Father to give eternal life to us, to break the chains of death and the destructive forces of evil and self, so that we may be truly free and receive God's gift of himself. He is eternal and life everlasting. Let us continue through the text and hear how the crowd responds to this truth. John chapter 6, verses 28 to 29. Then they said to him, What shall we do, that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. They respond, What shall we do, that we may work the works of God? In this context, they are saying to Jesus, Tell us what God requires us to do, and we will do it. They pridefully assume they can do it, whatever is required of them. Just like their forefathers many centuries ago, when God had delivered the ancient Israelites from slavery and oppression from the Egyptians, they proudly and deceptively said to Moses, We will do whatever God tells us. Whatever God requires us to do, we will do it. This we can do. Yet deep in their heart, they did not want God. They did not want to do what he wanted them to do. They did not want to be close with him. They had no need of him. Now that he had freed them from the Egyptians, they wanted to go their own way. Having gone their own way, they remained a slave to their selfish desires and ended up wandering in the wilderness for years. In their wanderings, they even blamed Moses and God. Yet God, in his great love, still provided for them. He still pursued them in love, continually revealing himself to them and their need for a saviour. This is the heart of God. He does everything because he so loves, to help us choose to believe and receive him, so that we can be truly free. No longer a slave to our selfish desires, death 
and the injustices of this world. But back to the multitude who had received their fill and asked Jesus, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus' response to their question makes it very clear that the first work, that is the only work for us to be truly free, is to choose to believe and receive Jesus whom God has sent. That is to say yes to Jesus, the Son of God who became the Son of Man. Receive Jesus and his right to rule and reign as Jesus is the only pathway to salvation. We cannot earn eternal life or salvation. It is a free gift from God the Father in heaven through Jesus the Son. And by his Spirit we are able to choose to receive and believe. The Son of God who became the Son of Man. He did it all so that we could believe and receive him. Through receiving and believing in Jesus the Son, we receive the royal seal that God the Father had bestowed on Jesus, the royal seal of his Holy Spirit. We receive Jesus' identity, eternal inheritance and ultimate victory. He makes us kings and priests. And as firstborn sons, we inherit all things. We enter into the perfect love relationship between the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. A relationship rich in intimacy, awe and wonder. Salvation and eternal life is a free gift of the unified work of God, the Father, the Son and the Spirit. Each one is continually serving each other. The Son says that what he hears from the Father, he does, and this brings glory to the Father. The Father testifies of the Son, and it pleased him to have the fullness of the Godhead dwell in him. The Father and the Son honour the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit speaks in their name and on their behalf. The Holy Spirit brings honour to both the Father and the Son. He testifies of Jesus, who testifies of the Father. He helps us believe and receive all of him and everything associated with him. That is his truth and his Spirit. In our daily journey with him, in surrender of self-will to the Father's will, we receive more of him. More of his love, his joy, his peace, his patience, his goodness, his kindness, his gentleness, his faithfulness, and his self-control. As Jesus said, this is the work of God that you believe in him whom he sent. Even believing in him is God's unified work. We simply choose him and go on the incredible daily journey of doing life together with him. 
Let us continue with the dialogue between the Jews of the multitude who demanded a sign and Jesus. John chapter 6, verses 30 to 32. Therefore they said to him, What sign will you perform then, that we may see it and believe you? What work will you do? Our fathers ate the manna in the desert. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. They still continue to interpret through their own selfish desires of self-glorification. Jesus, knowing their heart, understands that they even attributed the miraculous provision of God to their forefathers in the wilderness, to Moses. Jesus shows them that it is from God the Father in heaven that the true bread of heaven has come. They demanded a sign. And the greatest sign of all is standing right there before them. God in Jesus became that sign. The eternal sign. The true bread from heaven who gives all of himself to every individual, tribe and nation. Jesus continues. John chapter 6 verses 33 to 40. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me, and yet you do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will by no means cast out. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of the Father who sent me, that all he has given me I should lose nothing, but should raise it up at the last day. And this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Heaven and God's kingdom came down to earth in Jesus. Whoever chooses to come to Jesus, believes and receives him, receives everything associated with him. Bread to the first hearers was an essential part of their staple diet. For the poor it was their only source of food. For the first hearers, Bread was also associated with their forefathers' deliverance from slavery and oppression. 
It was their last night in Egypt that God instigated the Passover, which included unleavened bread. So they would never forget that God is their deliverer and the source of all things good. He is the source of life, and only He can set us free. After their deliverance from the Egyptians, God rained down bread from heaven for them to eat as they wandered in the wilderness. They would have known of the many times throughout their history of God's provision, including the time when God, through Melchizedek, his high priest, met Abraham and blessed him with bread and wine. Jesus also taught his disciples to pray, Father, give us this day our daily bread for them to remember that it is God who provided the sustenance they needed. It is Jesus who is the bread of life, the source of eternal life, and the only way to God the Father in heaven. Jesus states, All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will by no means cast out. What an incredible, powerful truth. It is so amazing to know that God will never reject us or cast us out. Having chosen to receive and believe on him, he will keep us in his identity and kingdom, no matter the circumstances or whatever we think, say or do. Not only does God make a way for us through Jesus to choose to receive and believe in him, but he will continue to keep us in relationship with him. Even when we feel so far away from him, he is there. Even when we feel so close to him, he is there. This truth is so liberating, to know that not only does God do all the work for us to believe and receive him, but it is his work that preserves us, transforms us, and qualifies us to remain in him. He does and will carry us through. For a deeper revelation of this, please listen to our podcast, Held in His Nail-Pierced Hands. God keeps everyone who has come to him perfectly safe and secure. It is he who completes the good work in us, and it is he who did everything for us. God knows those who will come to him, and it is those he will never cast out. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. And he who believes in me shall never thirst. And this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For more information and free resources, visit our website jesuslovestheworld.info Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.